Now, I'm about to share with you some secrets or rather how to tell a story. Now, we all know that editing is all about storytelling. We've heard this probably a thousand times. What most people do when they start an edit is as they're working through the edit, they'll just grab footage that or grab dialogue as they're going through the selects, so they're going through the rushes, um, that just seems interesting to them. It's a personal preference. Oh, that seems cool. I'll drop that in the edit. I'll drop that on the timeline. Um, or they'll choose footage that simply talks about the product or the thing that the video is about. Um, but if you do that, then your edit might feel a little boring. Your audience might start to switch off. Your edits won't feel as polished um, if there's not as much thought going into it. Um, your edit might start to feel a little confusing or, or kind of incorrect um, in a way. You know, your gut tells you this just doesn't, feels a little off, it's not quite right. And you'll struggle to know which bit to put in. If you're using this as your technique by just grabbing what you think is interesting or something that simply talks about the product or the thing that the video is about, then you might struggle to understand, is this the best bit or is that other bit better? And if you work like this also, then you'll struggle to start an edit and come up with creative ideas for the edit. So let's talk about some ways to tell a story that will overcome all these obstacles. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the video editing podcast from Unsplice with me, your host, Shiny, and thank you very much for joining me. Um, I really enjoy these podcasts. I don't know why I just said that. I just did because I do. And um, today's episode, I would love to impart some storytelling wisdom and uh, help you with your storytelling. Now, there are four things that make up a story, and um, you can learn those. That you can learn those in the Creative Storyteller program uh, from Unsplice. But I'm going to give you my favourite way right now because uh, my favourite of the four. It's it's the most fundamental, and um, it's the most universally accepted storytelling method, um, framework, technique, whatever word you would like to use. And it's also got my own little twist on it, uh, which kind of sets it apart. So with this, with this framework, with this um, idea, this um, strategy, if you call it, uh, you'll be able to know exactly where your edit gets boring by following the framework. You'll, you'll follow the framework and watch your edit back. You'll be able to pinpoint exactly where there it gets a bit boring. And your audience will be watching for at least 
of the video and you'll start getting compliments from your client as well about how perfect some of the moments in the edit are. This is something that um, I will receive and, and it never gets old, trust me. It's, uh, it's the most glorious feeling when a client says to you that a moment that you've chosen is perfect. And um, the client also looks forward to working with you again. And so they come back to you, which, um, I mean, makes you feel proud, doesn't it? Nothing else. I certainly do. I get that warm glow, fuzzy, fuzzy glow. Um, and the structure that we are talking about, the framework, is the three-act structure. Now, this has a little twist, so it's the classic three-act structure, but I'm gonna uh, talk a little bit about it from an editor's perspective, because the classic three-act structure was built for writing, rougher writing, um, for screenwriting is useful, for writing books uh, and everything else, so I'm gonna kind of break it down and make it a lot more simple for us editors, because we don't have to understand every minute detail about it. Certainly not when we're at the beginning of our journey. Um, and how we can use it to tell a story in our edits. Uh, so the three-act structure was invented by Aristotle back in 335 BC. So it's a, quite literally a tale as old as time. So uh, it, it's got legs, the three-act structure, it works, which is kind of impressive if you think about it, um, that it's lasted for so long, but all of your favorite films follow this structure. Um, and there are other, as I said, there, there are four different ways and frameworks, um, four different things you need to make a story. This is just one of them. And um, it's really, really powerful. So I'll break it down very quickly. You've got the three acts, act one, act two, act three, obviously. And um, it quite literally, when people say a story needs a beginning, a middle, and an end, this is exactly what they mean. Act one, act two, act three, beginning, middle, end. So let's go over each act from the perspective of an editor. Act one. Act one the technical, the official term for Act 1 is the setup. Um, act 2 is the confrontation, and Act 3 is the resolution. So Act 1, I'm going to change the names of these things now, um, so they're easier for us to understand. The setup. This is, this is going to be the first quarter of your film. So this works really, really well with documentaries. Um, also films as well, of course, scripted. Um, and if you have branded content, again, same thing. And the introduction is quite literally where you introduce the people, you introduce the place, you introduce the time, the reason behind everything, all of that stuff. You're giving the viewer a good encyclopedic knowledge of the world that we're in and why we are talking about this story, talking about this journey. So that really is act one, the introduction, and it's only one quarter of the film.
Act two is actually the biggest chunk of the film. Now, this is the same whether your film is uh, 90 seconds or 90 minutes. And that's why I'm giving you breaking it down into quarters. So act two is essentially two quarters or half. So if you imagine it's the, sec uh, the second quarter and the third quarter, that's act two. And then act three is, again, just one quarter of your film. So act two is where all the fun stuff happens. Now that we've set up the character, we've set up the location, we set up the purpose for everything. Act two is where we get to know the character or the place or the purpose a little bit better. We can go a little deeper and um, we want to speak about an idea that needs resolving. So that is where this idea, the name of act two, confrontation, comes from. Um, what is going to happen? So this idea of an idea that needs resolving can come in many forms, depending on what you are editing, what the film is about. And um, you want to um, you want to think about it as planting a seed. After we've introduced everything, you want to plant a seed. So that is the idea that needs resolving. We're planting a seed that the audience wants to see grow. And we have to catch their attention and make it appeal to the audience if we want them to stay with us and watch that seed grow all the way through. That plant, that seed, is doubt. Think about that seed as doubt. So as we go on this journey, we've planted this seed of doubt. And throughout our film, that seed grows, that doubt grows, that doubt as to whether the reason we are watching this, the whole purpose of everything is going to finish. Is it going to grow? Is it, is it going to happen? Is the goal going to be achieved? We've planted a seed that's called doubt and we're watching it grow and grow and grow until we think that there's no way that the goal can be accomplished. And then in act three is when we, is the resolution. And that's when we resolve all the actions or inactions, everything that's happened before gets resolved in the final quarter of your film. That's it. Very, very quick. It's a very, very short period where everything gets resolved. The goal is achieved. Everything happens. We elicit emotion from the audience. Oh, great. Wonderful. And then if we are, um, uh, if we are cutting some kind of commercial or branded content or something, then of course, um, that's when you'd have the final end frame and everything would make sense and the mission would have been resolved. So that is essentially the three act structure from an editor's perspective.
I've tried to break it down and make it as simple as possible because by all means, feel free to research the three-act structure a little bit more and f get to grips with the details because there is a lot more to it than just what I've spoken. It, you can go quite in depth with this and the five-act structure extrapolates uh, the three-act structure. It's a more modern take on the three-act structure where each point in the three acts is predetermined um, by what happens in the story. Now, if you are working with commercials, branded content, documentaries, um, then you, um, you may not have everything that is available to a scripted video or a scripted edit where everything is predetermined and you already have all the assets you need. With the documentary, you have to create this story from scratch, find the story where you do have these three acts, um, because if you don't have those three acts in the story that you are trying to tell in your documentary, then like we said earlier, then it's gonna be really difficult to keep your audience engaged. Your audience is gonna switch off, they might get confused, they might feel like something's incorrect, something's a bit off, they can't, they don't know why. And you yourself, if you don't understand the three act structure and work with it, and you're planting that seed of doubt, and what, one, well, I was gonna say watching it grow, but you are, you are constructing the story so that that doubt grows. And we're wondering, is the goal gonna be achieved? Um, then, yeah, your audience might feel a little put off. So that really outlines the importance of the three-act structure. Now let's reference it back to a, a story that we all know, I assume, um, Little Red Riding Hood. So let's break it down to the three acts and think about if we were to create an edit from this, how we would create it. So Little Red Riding Hood. When we meet Little Red Riding Hood, she is at home with her mother and her mother asks her to take a basket of food and wine to grandma because grandma is sick. Now, for some reason, wine um, in this novel, and perhaps it's a, you know, a, 18th century thing. I'm not actually sure when that novel was written, but wine when you're ill doesn't really sound like a cure to me. It sounds like quite the opposite, but I'm not judging. If that's the way grandma wants to go, I don't blame her. But regardless, Little Red needs to take food and drink to grandma. That's the premise right there. That is act one. In one sentence, whatever happens, you know, there's a conversation between the mother and the daughter, there's a premise of why she needs to go because grandma's sick. Um, who we've represented, we talked about who we've talked about where they are, and they've talked about the distance that it takes to walk to grandma's. And so she says, "You must go now. Off, off you go." Great, that is it. That's Act One in a nutshell. We've introduced everything. Now, Act Two. Let's break down pretty much the majority of the story into act two. So 
Little Red leaves. On her way, she encounters the wolf. The wolf, they have a conversation. The wolf asks her where she's going. She says, I'm going to see my grandma. She's ill. I'm going to go, you know, look after her. Okay, cool. See ya. Off the wolf goes, heads to grandma's, goes in, eats grandma. And he sits and waits for Little Red. At this point, we're wondering, is Little Red going to get eaten? Um, you know, and even up to this point, we're wondering, is the wolf going to eat grandma? What's going to happen? These are all seeds of doubt. Now, each seed grows and then it gets replaced by a new seed because we don't know if the, if the grandma's going to get eaten. She does get eaten. And now he's waiting for Little Red. Is Little Red going to get eaten? Little Red comes along, knock, knock. Come on in. And then you know the whole thing. Oh, what big eyes you have, Grandma. All the better for seeing you. Oh, what big teeth you have. All the better for eating you. And the wolf eats Little Red. And that is how the story goes. So again, we've seeded doubt. What's going to happen? Is she going to make it? No, she doesn't. And now, immediately after that, seed of doubt has been unearthed and pulled out the ground and destroyed. We need to plant another one because we want to keep the audience engaged and reading or watching our edit. So then what happens? Well, the lumberjack comes. The lumberjack is coming and he is hunting for the wolf. And he comes by and he discovers the wolf. And so we're, we're thinking, is what's he going to do? Is he going to kill little red and grandma? Or is he going to kill the wolf? What's going to happen? Um, you know, we've got all these questions in, in our head, in the audience's head. We're seeding doubt at each point. And Lumberjack comes in. And if you don't know the story, he actually cuts open the wolf and... Little Red and the grandma both step out. That's pretty much how the story ends. Uh, it's pretty gruesome, actually, but for a kid's story anyway. But um, maybe it's a different time. I don't know. But at the end, everyone is safe and all the lessons are learned. Little Red goes home with mum and they talk about the ordeal. And then she says uh, about the, talks about the lessons that she's learned. And that one last sentence I just gave then, that is act three. Lumberjack came to the rescue. That's act two. Slice them open. Okay, now we're resolving everything. And they've learned all their lessons. Everyone's okay. Everyone's happy. They go home, talk about the lessons they've learned. And that is act three. Everything has been resolved. All the questions have been answered. And we are back where we began. So you can see just how short act one and act three are. The introduction and the resolution are very, very short. Act two is the big chunk. And you need to see doubt if you want to keep your audience engaged and keep them watching till the end and enjoy the journey. So now that you know how to construct a basic three-act structure, there are three other steps missing to creating an engaging story, to creating a narrative that 
will captivate your audience and keep them watching. Now, um, again, this is just an overview of the three-act structure. Um, but without these three other structures, these three other frameworks and, and steps in constructing a narrative, then uh, you may miss clarity in the message of the video, whatever the film is about. Your scenes might not flow from one to the other, especially if you're working in documentaries where you have so many completely open opportunities, places to go with the story and things that you could talk about in your story. So much footage to choose from if you aren't following a structure to help tell the best story, your scenes are not gonna flow very well. Um, and if you've got too many different perspectives or within the story itself, then um, that is also gonna be incredibly confusing for the viewer. So that's something to be thinking about as well. Now, um, you might also find that your edits aren't triggering the right emotions if you're not following all these other three frameworks. You might find that, that your edits aren't triggering the right emotions and then uh, you might not be telling the right story itself or connecting with your audience in that manner, um, which means that your, your audience might switch off when things go quiet, when there's you know quiet bit of music or a gap between the audio, that's when your audience is gonna switch off. If you are not following the a, a storytelling framework, that is when the viewer is gonna go, ah, not interested, nothing for me to see here, nothing to needs of resolving. If you've laid the story out well, the viewer will want to see something resolved. They want to keep watching. They have this innate need, desire to see these seeds of doubt um, grow or be unearthed and see what they grow into. So that is really why um, I created the Creative Storyteller program. And um, if you are interested in that, then head to unspice.com forward slash story because enrollment is opening very soon and you will find out when enrollment opens. Just um, sign up, put your, pop your email in, you'll find out exactly when enrollment opens and that's the Creative, story creative Storyteller program. So thank you very much for listening. I've really enjoyed sharing this with you. It's pretty um, vital, vital, critical knowledge, the three-act structure, and somewhat under-respected or taken for granted, I would say, actually, taken for granted within the editing community because it is a storytelling technique that is very, very powerful, and we can use it to our, our advantage if we haven't been given footage that comes from a written script where this React structure has already been adhered to. So super, super useful whether your edit is 90 seconds or 90 minutes. So again, um, if you're looking for that URL, unsplice.com forward slash story. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thank you. Bye.